Hi everyone, this is Justin from Big Snackers. Uh, just a couple of notes um, before the episode begins. Um, this episode is a little bit shorter. We will be having a second one later on in the week. Uh, so sorry about the length of this one, but you'll be getting a second one um, also for free, uh, as all of our episodes are. Um, I also decided, since the length of this episode is smaller, that I would uh, add on to the end um, audio of a stand-up routine that I did uh, not too long ago. Um, I figured since everybody listens to Ryan's music and has heard what he does, uh, maybe you'd be curious about what I do. Obviously, you don't have to listen to it. It does come at the end of the episode. Uh, it's probably about 25 minutes long. So uh, enjoy that. And um, also, please stay tuned here in a moment for a commercial announcement. I know that it's a pain in the ass, but it's something that uh, has to happen. So um, if you don't want to listen to the commercial, you don't have to. Just fast forward about 30 seconds. Um, and thank you for listening. Start your fast forwarding now. Hi, this is Justin from Big Snackers Podcast. I just wanted to bring you up to speed on another project I have with uh, John Lewis of the Dopamines, um, another band that is akin uh, to Ryan's band, Mixtapes. Uh, I do this uh, podcast weekly with John. Uh, it's called One Time I Podcast. Uh, it's where we basically try our best to one-up each other's stories on a given topic for the week and generally just uh, run it off the rails into a ditch um, where it has nothing to do with the original topic. Uh, if you would like to listen to that, look it up on iTunes and subscribe. It's One Time I Podcast, or if you're looking on iTunes, an easy way to get to it is OTI Podcast, or you can go to OneTimeIPodcast.com. Uh, thank you for listening, and here's an episode of Big Snackers. Hello there, and welcome to Big Snackers, <laughs> the podcast where you will talk about many things, most of which do not include snacks. And Justin, this week, instead of a theme song for you, I've prepared a brand new voice to talk in. Oh, that's great. I don't think anyone's going to appreciate that. Why, Justin? Uh, just, <laughs> I think it would get really annoying to have to listen to the guy from the movie phone for an hour. You can dial 155 for your instant movie tickets now. Do you want to see Medea goes to jail? Medea plans a wedding. Medea has sex. How do you know all the uh, follow-ups to Medea goes to jail? Are you Tyler Perry? I just like jail. Okay, but that doesn't explain why you would know about uh, planning a wedding or whatever the yeah, last it... one. <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome to Big Snackers episode number seven. Um, I guess we could call this seven and a half, right? Six, well, no, six and a half, wouldn't it be? Yeah, six and a half. <laughs> what happened was, we were very excited because we were supposed to be recording the new episode yesterday, and we actually had Eric Griffin, who is a big stand-up comedian and plays Montez on Workaholics, and we had everything scheduled in a time, and since I'm on tour right now and we're doing this uh, via Skype, our van got two flat tires when I ran over something and we got stuck in the middle of Texas. Of course. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> exactly. So we will be doing another actual full episode later this week. So you get two and Eric Griffin will be on there and we're very excited about it. Yeah. But fate and something in the middle of the road in Texas has prevented that from happening today. What did you guys run so, over? I don't know because it wasn't anything big. I didn't feel it, but I was always just driving oh, down yeah. the highway, and I and I felt the uh, back of our tire just start to unravel. Yeah. So that happened. Mm. I don't and know now about I'm this. In, I'm in Decatur, Alabama, using the mobile hotspot on my phone to Skype you outside of the venue, where I think everyone here is six years behind everywhere everywhere else. I'm just first of all uh, a. Somehow it actually sounds better than last week. I don't know if that I, I don't know if you're using the microphone or what you're doing, but it sounds better. And also, I can't believe that your mobile hotspot works in Decatur. Not only that, but there are four people here in Hawthorne Heights t-shirts. <laughs> what? Why? How? I don't know, but we have one more band and then we have to play. So we're going to cram about 30 to 45 minutes of greatness into this episode. Oh geez, you guys are playing early. We are because we have a 12-hour drive overnight to pre-fest in Tampa, Florida tomorrow. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 
so we actually have to play before the bands were supposed to play before. So it's humbling, you know, just to like have to play a little bit early, not get to play last. Yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you, I know we have, we want to hit up a few things tonight. I want to talk about the state of Texas. Okay. I know you want to talk about bit strips. Oh God. Well, I mean, I can pretty much and, sum that up. Just, I think everybody's as frustrated with the bit strip thing as I am. Yeah. Here's the thing about bit strips is a, where did they come from? Cause apparently it's been around for like a year and a half. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen them before. Me either, and all of a sudden, the past week, I log on to Facebook, and it's like, Chris is warping down the Mario pipe. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only person who loves them more than the person who created them is Chris Blair. Right, who we're going to be calling in a minute. But not only that, I'll log on it, and it'll be like, Kevin Miller needs an IV for his morning coffee. It's like the worst no, shit I've ever Ugh, seen. Yeah, it's, it's so bad. It's like... It's like the thing that you stopped reading the newspaper comics for every day. Like, one of those terrible, like, speed bump or whatever else ripped off the far side, you know? So, what I want to do, actually, is I want to have a contest this week. Mm -hmm. Which we can go ahead and talk about. Uh, We got in iTunes, new and noteworthy, in the top 30 as of today. Yeah, that's amazing. With, I think, close to 50,000 downloads, which is completely humbling. Yeah. And amazing. And it makes me very happy that people want to listen to you and I babble on about everything we hate. Yeah, I didn't even know there were 50,000 people on the internet. I didn't know that we could somehow beat Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast, but we are, motherfucker. Don't, don't, don't say it. You're going to anger him. He's going to show up somewhere that you are. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a stunner, aren't I? Doesn't he live in Florida? He's going to be there, you understand. No, I'm going to be there tomorrow. He's going to come stun me. I know, he is. He's gonna hey, Stone Cold, you're a bitch. <laughs> but uh, this is what I would like to do. I want everyone to make the worst bitch trip they can. Oh, why? Are you... And if you don't have it, get on Android or iPhone and download bitch strips. And you make a cartoon look like yourself or the asshole version of yourself. And then it does a bunch of stupid shit. I hate... Like... Okay, here's the thing. How does it work? Is it the, what I think it is? Is it um, kind of like when you were a kid and you had those uh, those magazines that would have like a background and you just put stickers on them? You know what I'm uh, Yeah, about? kind of. You just pick your face and then your nose and your hair and then you pick what wacky thing you're doing. So, But what's yeah, the point it. of it? <laughs> because Justin... You need an IV for your daily coffee or you can't start the day right. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand why everybody likes it. It's not good. It's not funny. There's oh. nothing. Like, no one who has made one of those has made a funny one. No one. I don't know. I made one earlier today with me and Kamal, our Middle Eastern friend that we called in the first episode. And it was pretty funny because I was delivering him a bouquet of roses and asking him to prom and I had a parade behind me. That's not funny, Ryan. You just don't get humor is obviously the problem. <laughs> yeah, if you don't get my sense of humor. What was it? Uh, yeah. What was it that he, What was it that Dusty said to us that one time? Something about putting a chili dog in Cold Stone ice cream. Right, but what did he say when he got mad? You don't get my... He said, if you don't get my sense of humor, you just don't get me or something yeah, like that. So, <laughs> well, I don't know. I'll tell you what. this These bitch strips you've been making are your chili dog in Cold Stone ice cream. Can we maybe next week get the creator of Bitch Trips on the show? Can we maybe next week kidnap him and murder him live on our podcast? Yes, we can do that. But whoever can make the worst Bitch Trip, send it to one of our email addresses, which will be on the blog, as always. So, Mm -hmm. please send us your Bitch Trips. Yeah, but what's the contest for? Just who can make the worst Bitch Trip that makes me want to gouge my eyes out the worst. Okay, but... For a contest, it has to be, like, a prize has to be offered. What's the prize? The prize is I show up at your house and I reenact the bitch trip in real life. (laughs) You are really going to spend a lot of money to make the worst thing ever happen. And it's going to be worth it. It'll be a YouTube sensation. So something I want to talk to you about today is the state of Texas. Yeah. I don't like Texas. I've never liked Texas. Mm -mm. I will be fair and I'll say... That every time we have a show there, we just spent four days there. Every show was good, and I appreciate the people that come to our shows there and like our band. But that state is awful. Yeah. 
And there's there's a few reasons it's awful. A, I already look Mexican when I have a mustache and a beard. <laughs> and I don't mean to look like that. I just don't shave on tour because I'm lazy. And it's not like I'm some band out here trying to get some tang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. So, every Border Patrol guy, which when you drive through Texas, I don't know if you know this, listeners... There's like 20 border patrols that stop and see if you're hauling Mexican people. Seems a little racist, but I don't know. Who am I to say anything? And they always look at me and they say, is everyone in the car an American? And I say, yes. And they kind of look around at our van and then just kind of look back at me with that like sitcom look of like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. And they just stare at me for a few minutes and that's already annoying. Have they? My main gripe with tech. What? I was going to say, have they ever made you get out of the car and, like... Luckily, no. Somehow, that's never happened. Although, once directly upon entering Florida, when everyone else in the band was asleep, our van has tinted windows, and I had, like, my beard and mustache going on. Three Border Patrol cars followed me for upwards of 20 to 30 miles. Why? Like, in Florida? I, yeah, I don't know. It was really confusing. I thought it was a cop behind me. I realized it was Border Patrol, and then two more pulled up next to me, no joke, on each side for 20 to 30 miles. And then I think they finally realized, like, they probably looked at my information, but it was pretty frustrating. I That's just, I can't even believe that that happens, because... And it, the flagrant racism and sheer size of the state is not my main problem right. with Texas. <laughs> okay. My main problem with Texas is that everywhere you go in Texas... They want to remind you that you're in fucking Texas. (laughs) Every place you drive by has a Texas flag. Every restaurant is like, everything's bigger in Texas. Here's the Texas omelet. My main problem and the final straw that I lost my shit was a few nights ago. We stayed in a hotel at a quality inn. And I wish I was making this up. And it's 100% true. We'd walk downstairs to the Continental Breakfast, and the waffle maker made waffles in the shape of Texas. <laughs> I'm not making that up. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> and I, and I think, I think Paul, our bass player, honestly summed it up best because I was like, "Who the fuck does this? What if every state did that?" And he was like, "Well, I think every state does that, but just like at their redneck state carnival." And Texas. Is an entire state that is a redneck state carnival. Oh, it absolutely is. That is the state of Texas. The strangest part about Texas to me is that, like, all of Texas is really fucking stupid and annoying. And yeah, it doesn't really, the way it's put together doesn't make any sense because, like, someone, I don't know, they don't, nobody lives close enough to each other in Texas. Like, all the, the fucking towns are so spread out and shit that it's like, you have to drive for, like, you know, five hours just to get from, like, one small town to the next small town, basically. And oh, yeah. uh, I oh, don't, yeah. what I don't get is that if Texas, like, Austin is the capital of Texas. So you'd think, since it's the capital city of a state, that every asshole would live there. But Austin tends to be the place with the least amount of Texas assholes in it. It is, it is. You don't have the stereotypical Texans. Austin, though. My problem is, is that their whole slogan is like, we're a big music city and keep Austin weird. Oh, yeah. But all it is is a bunch of hippies and a bunch of metal dudes that'll tell you about their bands from the 90s. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean to say that the people in Austin weren't fucking terrible, but I meant that they were terrible in a different way than normal Texans are. I agree. I do agree with that. And Austin is my favorite to play in. So if there's any listeners right now from Texas, I apologize, but you should just move out of your big carnival state. (laughs) <laughs> but they do got that one uh, that one restaurant like where like all the girls dress up. It's like Hooters, but they dress up like lumberjacks. I I love tits, brother. I love titties. I know, man. You can eat like armadillo chili there, and I don't even know what else. But they really do have armadillo <laughs> chili at this fucking restaurant, and all the girls dress up like lumberjacks. Only it's like Hooters. So I think what we're gonna do right now is uh. Justin and I have a friend of about ten years, named Chris Chris Blair. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna Skype Chris and see what he's doing. This isn't really planned at all, but I have an idea of what I want to talk to him about, 
and I think the world and all of our listeners should get to know Mr. Chris Blair. I'm ex- so we're going to go ahead and call him on in here. I'm excited because I have no idea what you want to talk to him about, so this is interesting <laughs> exactly. to me, too. This is mixed snackers. We don't prepare. We don't no, prepare. We really, we really, if, really don't. <laughs> who even knows if he's going to uh, answer? I don't know. Oh, my fucking God. His avatar's a bitch strip. <laughs> fucking choked me. <laughs> you gonna answer? No, huh. don't laugh. You should see this thing. I don't. He what? has his tongue out and his glasses on, and he's oh my god. Yeah, it sounds really good. I feel like it's pretty entertaining. I think I'm coming around on the whole bit strip thing. Yeah, maybe we should invest stock in bit strip. Yeah, like I'm gonna make one tonight that says like it's me sitting in front of a big pa- stack of pancakes, and it's just gonna say I like. Justin likes pancakes a lot. <laughs> because Please stop. That's what all of them are. It, none of them are funny because nobody's making a joke. They're just showing things they like or things they would do in real life. Why don't you just go do that thing and take a picture of it? I agree with you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hello? Hey. Chris? I'm here, I'm here gentlemen. Oh, everybody. There you are. It's Chris, Hi, Chris. Blair. Here. Yes, sir. This is... Chris Blair down in Tennessee, down in Gatlinburg, in the Great Smoky Mountains. And I'll have you gentlemen know that I just had one of the best snacks ever to be had. What was oh. it? Now, what the, the, now, what this snack is, it consists of stork, uh, starch, uh, some seasoning, some onions, and all around just deliciousness. It's called Hot Fries, made by Andy Caps. <laughs> You know, I was expecting something a little more climatic with that big description. Well, other than yeah, a store bought bag of handicaps hot fries. I think you, here, here's the thing: is I had myself some country fried steak earlier, some okay. green beans and some fritters, and then I followed it up with a can of Coke. Okay. And some handicaps hot fries, and after a while, I'm probably going to go down and get some caramel corn because that's damn good. I Chris, have, I have two questions for I you. I have a question first. What? Are you going Shoot. to make? Are you going to make a bit strip about that later? I probably should. <laughs> you Chris, will. I have two questions for you. Number one, why are you talking like that? Well, because I'm in Tennessee and I'm just trying to, I'm trying to fit in with the local flair. Oh, my second question is, are you actually in Gatlinburg? I actually am. Oh, do you have any good stories so far? Mmm. Let's see. Do I have any good stories? I don't think this time around we really had any crazy things happen. Did, okay, well, that's fine. I, I called you for a few reasons. Did you buy any rebel okay. flags yet? No, I have not. No. Are you planning on no buying any flags. rebel flags? But they are available should, <laughs> should a person decide that they need that in their life. Well, I'm in Alabama right now, and I see a lot of people that probably need that in their life. <laughs> so, There are people in Alabama that don't, that don't have a rebel flag already? Maybe not. I Just get me out of the state. We need to play and get out. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> We're driving to Florida tonight. Oh, man. I'm going to lose every fan of my band from this podcast. There's definitely a lot of fat people in, in Gatlinburg, I can tell you that, because there's freaking fudge shops every 15 feet. That and all it is is like, Mama's all-you-can-eat pancake house every block. <laughs> I know, I made a bitch strip yeah. about it. So, Chris, <laughs> I called you for a couple of reasons. Yes. Number one, uh, I want to talk about one of your least favorite people in existence. Okay. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Now, Chris, when Jimmy Buffett comes to mind, what do you think? I think of a tropical husband. <laughs> All right. A colossal waste in the musical world. A an individual who is played off of the free mind, the free spirit, relaxation, vacation. And really, I feel like just kind of took what the Beach Boys did, but uh, pretty much just just made really awful songs about things that you do while you're at the beach. Instead of quality songs from the perspective of someone who grew up in that beach atmosphere, this is a guy who moved to Florida. I don't even think he's from Florida. I, I don't know where. I he's actually where he's from, from Alabama, where I am right now. Oh, well, see, there you go. And, you know, Jimmy Buffett, awful. Okay, two questions, Chris. One, do you think Jimmy Buffett does cocaine? Uh, yes. 
too. Do you think? I he definitely, does I definitely think he does cocaine. Of course he does. Okay. He's gotten bored. He's gotten bored with everything else that a large amount, uh, large quantities of money can provide for a person. So I'm sure the man has done hard drugs. Okay, and two, do you think he beats his wife? Um, if yes, I do. I do. I definitely think what? there has probably been some physical abuse. I definitely think whether it's his wife or someone else's wife or a girlfriend or some girl that came to the show that night, you know, he's he's physically putting some some smack down on uh, on females. That this does happen. Yes. Okay, now because Jimmy Buffett strikes me as a very uh, prideful, full of himself kind of guy who just you know you tick him off. And you, you rub it in the wrong way, and, you know, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel the sting. <laughs> <laughs> the cocaine hands. Okay, cocaine. Now, let's uh, describe what you would picture the average uh, guy at a Jimmy Buffett concert to be like and what they would do. Okay. Your average person. Stop eating into the microphone, you asshole. Average guy who's going to be present at a Jimmy Buffett concert, you're going to have two, pretty much two uh, demographics. You're going to have... You're going to have your college frat guy who's going to have the that god-awful uh, straw hat that's all <laughs> fucked up looking. I feel like that's like a trend, too. Like someone accidentally fucked their hat up one day, and everyone was like, hey, that looks cool. I want to do that. No, man. I, no, man. You don't understand. I, I was drunk last night, and I fucked my hat up, man. I got to go buy another one. No, man, but it looks cool. It looks cool. How would you do that? So there's those guys. Tropical shirt and, you know, actually, no, I feel like the tropical shirt's more of the other demographic, which is the guy in his 40s who's got the really, 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 really shitty Burt Reynolds mustache and uh, the tropical shirt, the gold chain around his neck, shirt unbuttoned a little bit, some chest hair showing. <laughs> and, you know, hey, guys, you know, I, uh, well, the wife's at home today, but that's all right. You know, I'm, I'm pretty liquored up right now. And, uh <laughs> I, I, I bet you anything I can get you one. I can get one of these underage girls. No problem. See, I can buy alcohol and they can't. So I got, I got, I got one up on them. You know, Chris, hold okay. on a second. What underage girls are at a Jimmy Buffett concert that aren't there with their parents? Well, there's probably. Well, you can get in. I mean, it's an all age thing. So no, no, I know, I but like seventeen, the, seventeen not... or eighteen year old girlfriends <laughs> that show up and go. Who knows? There's I don't not know. Gonna be maybe it is some kid. Maybe it is some kid with with their parents, but. I'm ref- I'm referencing maybe Mr. The potential the potential maybe the potential Mr. teenager the potential teenager that wanders off to go get a re- some sort of refreshment and is met by one of these middle-aged men. Like maybe the- and, Mr. Yeah. Sash himself would like to have a threesome with the mom and the daughter. Well, yeah, I don't that- know, man, but <laughs> creepy. Like I've the- seen some of these people that go to these things and uh, walking around Cincinnati around the time that it's coming up and they're you know they're announcing it. Go, you got your tickets, man? Going to Buffett? <laughs> Can I, I okay, want to ask you, Chris, Chris do, you, do you think that all uh, do you think that all Jimmy Buffett fans are sexual predators? Um, no, just a good portion of them. <laughs> all right. All right. I got three questions. A, what kind of a car do you think these guys drive? Well, you know what Buffett drives, man. He drives a little Baron. <laughs> That's true. I, I can see that. B, do you think that these Burt Reynolds mustache guys do cocaine? Of course. C, do you think that they also go home after the concert and beat their wives? <laughs> they get the nickname, oh, uh, Powder Stash. <laughs> <laughs> here, comes, here comes Bob Powder Stash again. Hey, come on, guys. You're supposed to let me know before, before we go out in public that I still got some stuff in my stash. <laughs> and this, ladies and gentlemen, is a true experience of a Jimmy Buffett concert. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Buffett. Why? I just, I don't get it. I, it's like, if you can listen, if you want to, if you want to chill out and you want to listen to something relaxing, I mean, you know, there's, there's plenty of like instrumental stuff that's nice and relaxing, like traditional Hawaiian music or something like that, or go listen to the Beach Boys. Why do you even need Jimmy Buffett? I don't know. You know, sometimes Chris, we all just need to go to Margaritaville. (laughs) Oh God. So true. Chris, maybe we need to have you as a regular on the show from now on. I think that's I think that's very probable, sir. I think you should do this. Well, I hope that you have a good time in Gatlinburg. I will. Do you I'm have go to get eat some more stuff to snack on? Do you have to eat while you're talking? Is that no? You couldn't. It's big snackers. It, yeah, it's called. I'm on big snackers. 
I know that, but I'm I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm 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 sorry, but I'm pretty sure Chris Blair just outsmarted us on this one. He might have actually done that. He might have just done that. All right, Chris. I'm getting my snack on. You have a good time. Enjoy going to get your caramel macchiato or whatever tonight. Um, there are <laughs> there are glory holes in Gatlinburg. I looked it up the last time I was there. Yeah, they're in the back while by the hillbilly stills. I know. So go ahead and Craigslist glory holes. And uh, Chris, we'll talk to you later. Sounds good, man. See ya. Have, have a good See night, you, Chris. Bye. Just <laughs> let's talk glory holes. Why do you, wait? Why? Because I distinctly remember back in the day in a part of Cincinnati called Northside. Yeah. That you had told me that previously you went to a bar called. The what is it called? The Viper Lounge? No, no. First of all, if you're gonna tell the story, tell it right, Ryan. It's called the okay. S- it's called the Serpent. Formerly, well, that's worse. Fir- serpent. Formerly, formerly, or formerly, uh, Jailbreak Two. <laughs> jailbreak Two. Where was one? I don't know. It's probably in the same place. It was probably Jailbreak One, then it closed down, became Jailbreak Two. It was a Leather Daddy bar. Leather Daddy bar. Yeah, like the dudes that like. For anybody who's ever seen, and I'm sure they have because everybody's been home on a Saturday afternoon when they watch Comedy Central, and if you've seen uh, uh, Police Academy, there's always a part where somehow the commandant guy ends up, or the sergeant ends up in the Blue Oyster Club, which is like a gay bar in New York in the movie, and they're all wearing like biker outfits and like leather chaps and like those like, those like hats like, um... Uh, what's his face? Marlon Brando wore in like uh, Rebel without or not Rebel without a cause, like The Outsiders or whatever it was. Um, like that. They all look like that, and they all have mustaches. They're like really okay. in shape versions of uh, Jimmy Buffett fans. Okay. Well, here's the thing, though. You've told me that you only know about this bar because you've just had to go in and pee a few times. Which no, no, no. I no, no, I never told you that. I told you that one time we were at a show at the Void, and I, w- I was going to go get a beer, and I was walking down, and I was going to go to the uh, lesbian bar named Bullfishes, or I was going okay. to go to uh, um, Jacob's, which was also a gay bar, which later on became brass and is now like not even there anymore, I don't think. So... But I was walking down the street, and I saw a sandwich board out front that said that they had pictures of uh, PBR for $2.25. I'm not going to okay. pass that up, okay? I don't care if okay. it is a super gay bar. So I went in, and everyone was very nice. They were all making out. There was gay porn on the televisions. Um, okay. They really, I mean, they, a couple of them came up to me and stuff, but nothing, like, overtly. They were, like, really respectful if you didn't. Like, you weren't, you know, into that, but whatever. So I drank my beer. I went in the back, and yes, there were glory holes. So, what's, what's the, what are you getting at here? Uh, finish the story. What? Then what? Well, <laughs> I mean, obviously, there were guys blowing each other in there. Did you partake? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't suck anyone. I don't anyone. believe you. I don't I believe I didn't that. suck anyone's dick. Did you get yours sucked? So I went out and had my beer. And, uh, okay, you, you know, know I came back down Move to the on, show. Right? You know, I mean, I don't really know what you want me to tell you about this. Well, before Chris uh, called us back in, what I wanted to talk about was that a lot of people come to our shows and say they like when we talk about hip hop and rap. Yeah. Because most people we know just talk about punk rock or rock or indie rock. And they said they got a lot of good recommendations. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say that it's almost end of October. And on a serious note, hip hop. And the mainstream this year has been so disappointing. I think you agree. Oh, yeah. I completely agree. And I will still say, as of now, uh, there's two months left in the year. I don't think there's many major releases coming out. The only two major label big hip-hop albums that stood out to me were J. Cole mm-hmm. and Pusha T. And that's that's it. Yeah, i go so far as that. Say that. And I couldn't recommend more to people listening, whether you download Spotify or want to buy. J. Cole Born Center is lyrically an amazing record, and he's one of the few rappers, I think, that has the balls to not only have songs about, like, women empowerment and talk about how he didn't sell drugs and came from the suburbs, mm-hmm. 
but also somebody to say that you know that's not what makes me rap good. I'm a skilled lyricist, but not only that, he uh, he literally takes about half of the album to explain why his first album sucked, and explains why Jay Z made him try to make radio singles, and he's still on Jay Z's label, and I think it's just a ballsy, awesome move. And his single, like I said, is about empowering women to not worry about the way you look, and I just think that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I agree completely. I I really like his album. I really like that Pusha T album. I think the only like semi major release that's yet to come this year and that's this week is that new Danny Brown album. Yeah, and I'm curious. I heard it's a little different. I'm hoping it's good. I mean, I like that dude, but I think I like him more as a dude than I do as a rapper. I agree 100%. It's like I've always said about Odd Future. Most people think they're like horrible people. I think they're funny. I just think their beats and raps suck. Yeah, and I I agree with I that. I wish I liked him. I'm the same with right. like Lil B. Like I can't stand his music for the most part, but I think him as a person right. is incredibly entertaining. Exactly. And the Pusha T album, I mean, it by no means breaks any new boundaries as far as J. Cole does subject matter, but I like Pusha T because he doesn't pretend. The first song of the album, he tells you that he sells drugs, which he does do in real life. Mm-hmm. He tells you he doesn't sing hooks. And it's just gangster rap, and it's what it's supposed to be, just like clips before it. Yeah, I agree. I think that's... And it delivers on every level, except for putting 2 chains on his album, which I assume is just because they're on the same label. Well, and also 2 chains makes money right now, so... Exactly. You know, you're going to put them on there. And I was going to, you know, subject send... There was a lot of disappointing albums this year. Kid Cudi, Kanye, all of that stuff was totally disappointing, mm-hmm. but... To me, the most disappointing was the Wale album. Yeah. Um, um, hold on, hold on one sec. Hold on, I gotta let my dog out. I'll be back. Okay. Um, the Wale album. Wale started as a rapper who, I don't know if you guys know, he made a mixtape called The Mixtape About Nothing, and it was all based off Seinfeld, and it was super awesome. It was an original idea. It was very indie rap, and he got signed by Rick Ross. And I'm not saying that's what Whoa. made a great album. I don't... Hello? Whoa. Uh, hello? Hey, yeah. It's Ricky oh, Ross, no. the boss. Oh. Uh, Miami. Hi, Rick. Uh, hey, what up? This came out it, of the sewer. That, I heard you was talking about Wale. It appears that you're back on the show. Whoa. Maybach uh, music. Hey, right. Uh, Rick, I'm going to be honest with you. We were talking about hip-hop this year. And what's good and disappointing, and I'm going to be honest, uh, the Wale album did not really deliver my expectations. Well, why you say that? Because he ain't ain't, uh, a whale in a movie? No, no, Wale. Do you know how to pronounce your name? I know, I signed him because I thought that he was uh, that whale in that movie. Free Willy? Yeah. You could see oh. Wale, Willie, I made a mistake. I thought that I would be able to hang out with, like, a talking whale that could rap real good. But it turns out that it was just some dude that likes sneakers a lot. Ooh. Okay, so when you signed Wale, you thought you were signing a rapping whale. Yeah, because I got confused sometimes. Because, you know, when I had that stroke that one time a right. long time ago. Right. Yeah, okay. so... I got confused because, like, in my spare time, when I'm at home, I like to uh, recut movies with other movies down in the sewer. Like You recut movies with other movies? Oh, yeah. That's my hobby. So you, uh, what's one of your favorites that you've done? Like, one time, I recut Star Wars to have, like, parts of episodes of Charles in Charge in them. And I put it out and I called it Star Wars in Charge. Okay. Um. Or like, I I made one that was like Bram Stoker's Dracula, but I put like you know that creepy dude in it that is like Dracula's best friend, like that Renfeld guy who's like crazy in the asylum and stuff. Okay. So I like replaced all his scenes with parts from like Seinfeld episodes. Cause okay. Like, it makes it funnier because, like, I'm really scared of, like, Dracula's and everything. Okay. Um, but you like Seinfeld. I like Seinfeld because that shit's funny, right? 
and then I thought that that whale like Seinfeld, but it just turned out to be some little dude that likes sneakers a lot. Whoa. With Dreadbox. Whoa. Made right, by music. But, uh, Rose. Rick, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a little curious because uh, Seinfeld is well known now that Kramer kind of lost all of his fame because he's racist. Yeah. That's he went true. on stage and repeatedly called somebody the N word uh-huh. over and over again. Yeah. Does that bother you? No, man. Could like I don't care. He can do whatever he wants, you know, he just make money. I mean, at least he's not a Dracula, you know. I, you know, I I'm gonna be honest, I don't know if uh not being a Dracula is really an excuse to be a racist bigot. Well, you know, we all got our own crosses to bear, except for Dracula's, because they don't like crosses. Uh, right, okay, well, uh, let me ask you a question then. Oh. At any point while signing Wale, did your label or manager ever inform you that it wasn't a giant whale? Well, see, what happened was this. I was in the sewer, and I called SeaWorld, and I told them to flush that whale down the sewer... Because I want to sign him. But, turns out that I wasn't calling SeaWorld. And I was just talking to a recording about SeaWorld that was telling me the hours. And then, when I hung up, by the time I was done doing that, they had already signed that dude. So, there wasn't no whale coming. It was just that dude. Wale. Have you ever met Wale? No, I'd like to meet that whale, though, because he's cool. Like, he was jumping over that shit with that kid. No, 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 no. No, not the whale. The rapper that you signed, Wale. The guy that likes sneakers. Oh, yeah, I met him. We went to the mall. We went to the mall and got blue chip cookie. Oh, blue chip cookie. Yeah, Yeah, that shit's good. That is good. It is good cookies. Got a whoopie pie. Because I like whoopie pie. Yeah, because it has the butter in it for your throat. Yeah, that's right. And then it makes it easier to get down there. Have, uh, has uh, Wale met uh, Butters or Tiger or anybody? Yeah, well, wait. Are you talking about the but- the Tiger named Butter or the Butter Tiger? Well, either one. I don't know. I mean, it's possible he met both of them. It's really weird if a whale and a tiger was going to get together, though. That'd be I a crazy, that'd be a crazy movie. I'd like to see that. I'm gonna make that movie later. All right, you should, yeah, maybe you should make that movie. What would you call it? Uh, like talking whale, hidden tiger made of butter, or so I don't know what I would say, something like that. Okay, that's Ooh. good, Rick. It's always a pleasure to have you on. I'm gonna be honest. Ooh. I'm glad. I thought maybe you were getting on here to be mad at me about not liking the Wale album. It's good that you also no. know that it was a disappointing record. It, it was. It was upsetting, and they also rejected my initial uh, cover art for the album, too, which was also an upsetting moment in my life, personally. Uh, did it have a whale on it? Well, it had a whale, like, wearing, like, baggy jeans, and he has fins crossed, and, like, he's wearing a big chain that said, Care City Cartel, you know, Triple C, Rose, right, made I, by music. Uh-huh. And then he had a backwards hat on that just said, woo, across it. How do you spell that? I don't know how to spell. Oh, yeah. Okay, well. I don't know how to read. uh, I don't know how to read, man. Maybe the the next time we talk, you'll be able to sign the actual whale and we'll have a good conversation. You worse than Michael Richards killing that whale that I like. What? That's what you told me, right? Michael Richards killed that whale. I didn't, no, I didn't say that at all. I said, I said that he's a racist. Oh, I thought you said a rapist in Wale. No, no, uh, no, I think you're completely misunderstanding. Oh. Mike, Michael Richards. Michael Richards is a racist. Oh, he didn't rape the whale? That whale's still alive? He's a rapper. Not a raper, and he's not a whale from Free Willy. So, Michael Richards didn't rape a whale to death? No, Michael Richards didn't rape anything. He's just a bigot. Okay, so I can still sign that whale if I want? You could try to sign the whale, but if you're going to call SeaWorld, I suggest you don't just call the hotline with the 
hours, you might need to get a direct connect to a manager. Okay, well, I'm going to go back to the sewer and do that. All right, I'll talk to you later, Rick. All right. Woo. All right, bye-bye. Hey, what's up? I find it strangely confusing and invigorating that Rick Ross just manages to show up at your house and talk to us all the oh, time. Oh, was he in here again? Again, he was mad about the Wale album, but it turns out that he thought that he was signing the whale from Free Willy, so I, I don't Yeah, know. he's been trying to tell me that because he kept showing me a cut of that movie. Where yeah, I, I, I really don't know. It was very confusing. It was a very confusing movie. Mr. Rosé has never been the same since that stroke. I think we can all be honest. I know. He needs to stop eating those turkey legs coat and butter. Exactly. But, uh... So, it's been about 45 minutes. I have to go play soon. Um, yeah, I hear the band else? in the background. Oh, yeah, you can't hear the band in the background. They're yeah. good, aren't they? I don't know. I can't really tell. Yeah, well, you know how it is. Is there anything else you want to add? Um... No, not really. Uh, be on the lookout for another episode probably later this week, I'd imagine. Or Absolutely. Yeah. This was a shorter episode. Um, we just wanted to get it out there because we wanted to talk about bitch trips mainly. Talk with Ricky Rose a little bit more. And talk about Texas for sure and have Chris. And um, Eric Griffin will be on the next episode from Workaholics. And will be. As uh, well, Vinny, the drummer of the band Less Than Jake. So later this week we're gonna have a great episode coming. So get ready for that. And in that please, we'll be we'll be finding out uh, what they think of Jaw Rule's new cookbook that's coming out. Yes, that will be a question we find out from both of them. Uh, I think what we should do is get Vinny, the drummer of Less and Jake, and Eric Griffin from Workaholics, and ask them the exact same questions. Oh, I agree completely. But it'll be very confusing <laughs> to uh, Vinny, yeah. I think. So until then, please. Keep on telling people to subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a good rating. We're moving up there really high. We're honestly up there with some really famous podcasts, and it's pretty cool because we have no sponsors. We're doing it by ourselves. It's just me and Justin. Yeah. We have no help. And the fact that we've moved this high up the charts is honestly humbling and awesome. Yeah. But with, with continued support, I think we can get even higher. So please spread the word. Like us on Facebook. Like us on, you know, on iTunes. Subscribe and tell people about us. Yes, please do all of the things that Ryan said. And also, um, I guess you could either email your bit strips in or uh, tweet them at us at, at Big Snackers on Twitter. Yes. Um, all that information is on the Tumblr, so if you need any of it or you want to get a hold of us, feel free. You know, We'll answer uh, whatever you want to ask us, I'd imagine, pretty much. And, and pretty uh, much anything. Yeah. So Big Snacker. BigSnacker.tumblr.com. Don't yep. put the S on there. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I guess we will see you later in the week, probably. We will be back this week, most likely within the next four or five days, with a few mini celebrities. And we actually have a lot of cool guests lined up in the next few weeks. So we uh, couldn't be more excited. So thank you for coming into our little world. It's just going to get bigger and bigger and better. It's very exciting. Yeah. Have a... I'm going to go to. Yeah, I was going to say, have a good show. Yeah, I'm going to go play a shit on some kids in Alabama. <laughs> so uh, you guys have a good day. I'll talk to you soon. All right. I'll see you. See you, everybody. Bye-bye. When I bring up this next comic, this is what you're going to feel. You're going to feel the first time you had a thumb inside you. <laughs> it's bigger than the fingers. And his name is Justin Schaefer, ladies and gentlemen.
man's a fucking asshole. <laughs> Nobody in the front row thinks Spider-Man is an asshole? Let me tell you about him then. All right, if you want to know. I watched this commercial earlier today for the Sony Xperia phone. And it said, it's all on HD. This dude's walking around the street, and it says, you can watch Spider-Man on your phone. But when he's walking on the street, Spider-Man is above him on a ledge, on a building. Why the fuck are you watch Spider-Man on your phone? He's right there. You just look up. <laughs> Here's another thing, but it doesn't make any sense why Spider-Man's an asshole. It's because that dude's walking, looking at his phone. A burglar runs in front of the guy. Broad daylight, New York City. <laughs> uh, a beanie cap on, all black, everything. Wearing a Lone Ranger mask. <laughs> Instead of stopping the burglar who's carrying a giant bag, this dude runs up to steal a car. Spider-Man grabs the car with his web shooters and trashes it on the ground. And then swings off and the burglar just runs away. See, this is my thing about that though, is like, is he consumer advocacy Spider-Man? Was he reading consumer reports earlier that day and saw that car wasn't safe and if you started it, it would catch on fire? Then decided to trash the car and not fucking stop that guy with his superhuman strength and speed and everything? It's a bad take on that character. But intriguing. So, contrary to what you're looking at on stage, I run every single day. I may look like a pile of taco meat. And you know how it is. I was running earlier, and I saw on the ground some kid written, you know how you're a kid, you write in uh, chalk on the ground? Like one of those Indian people who spends like 20 years like making this crazy sand sculpture, no one's gonna get washed away, some zen exercise, some shit. So this kid wrote on the ground, show me the cat facts. <laughs> now in my mind, I thought of a weird courtroom situation that would be prevalent. Like if a guy was like, no, no, your honor, those, those feline factoids, they're inadmissible. And the judge just is like, show me the cat facts! <laughs> then I realized that it was actually about that commercial that was on TV about the car fox. <laughs> it made it much less enjoyable for me. And I was like, shit, that kid is either a fucking genius or handicapped. <laughs> he either doesn't know that there's a commercial, when he saw the commercial, he thought it said cat facts, or he is super funny and made a really funny joke. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that kid is gonna fucking kick me out if I'm get funnier. But then I was like, when I was 12 years old, I feel like I was pretty funny. So I went to my parents' house. And I found in between the Certificate for Achievement and Participation, which is all I have because let's look at me, I'm not fucking running anything ever when I was younger. The only thing I ever won was the time I put a noun later in my mouth and it pulled my teeth out. <laughs> oh, you win a tooth! Time to And then, below that, was the erotic fiction. I used to read when I jacked it. So let me tell you one thing about young Justin Schaefer. He was romantic. He didn't care for videos and fucking uh, pictures and shit. He wanted to read literature. Because young Justin Schaefer was a pussy man. And in between those two things, I found this. This uh, collage that I made when I was 12 years old, I'm 32 now, so it's 20 years ago I made this. It starts out like this, it has my name on it, Justin. Perfection itself, call it magnificent. Special, sensational, power, 
style, sexy, sleek. Style, I don't know about sexy, that's kind of weird for a clever, but whatever that is. The best, brave, better, perfect, glamorous. So let me tell you about this though. You look at that and you're like, all right, cool, he's a good guy. This bitch gives me 94%. It says, strength and perfection. She says, strength is not an adjective, but then she put perfection under it. So it says, strength perfection is not an adjective. Let me tell you, English teacher, you should learn something about English from your own fucking sentence. Are not adjectives. Besides that, there's a ton of shot here. It's not an adjective. But then I was thinking, for theatricality, she could have given me 100. Really? You don't think so? Thank you. At least one of you couldn't even clap for me much. So I was thinking, I got half a mind to go fucking kidnap her from our house. Just put her in a dark room with like a thousand of those monkeys that are like, ching, 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 you know, whatever. Just drive her completely insane. The only thing she sees for light is just strength and perfect. And when she starts going, I'll be like, they're probably off somewhere thinking that strength and perfect are adjectives. Just admit it. I used to have fucking ideas, man. I'm telling you, I used to have ideas. I just don't have them anymore. Like, I'm a guy now, I put wheat germ on my cereal. I have a dog with more than two sweaters. My dog has a wardrobe, I call him adorable. I'm a guy who calls my dog adorable. The best idea I had recently was when I woke up in a cold sweat, grasping for my phone so I could write down this. Ice cream ketchup, colon. A bottle of ice cream you squeeze on your dessert like ketchup. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> guys like history? Anybody in here like history? Anybody here like over the Rhine? Heard of it? <laughs> I ain't traveling down five blocks. I'll tell you that, I've heard of it. Here's the thing about history, I love this shit. I love the idea of like taking an old building and just using it like for a new purpose. Like this building is probably like really old. You never they use it for a new thing. Love that. But I got a question. Why the fuck am I buying flowers from an old taco bell? <laughs> Like the other day, I could have bought a car from a Hardy's ball pit. <laughs> they should have just kept those businesses open. Just let people fucking use them the same way. Like if I wanted to get my, uh, I wanted to get my taxes done at an HR block in an old pizza hut, why shouldn't I get fake pizza to go on my fake account? I went past this place that was an adult daycare. It's called Youthful Hearts Daycare where the old don't have to be. It should have just said, Youthful Hearts Daycare, we kind of remodeled the friendlies. <laughs> uh, what else I got for you? Tell you about this, about people being young at heart. Anybody ever met Fun Mom before? <laughs> I don't even know the premise is yet. You're already on board. I love this. Love this guy. The premise is is that there are women who are like 15 when they have a kid, and then their kid kind of grows up, but they're still growing up. So like at some point, they accidentally ask their own kid to the Sadie Hawkins dance. <laughs> but you'll see fun mom because she's always at karaoke. She's there at 6:30. And you have to get the kids out by 10, so she is fucking pounding drinks. And she's just dancing. She's always doing this, but she's always around the kids, but she'll be right behind the boy, like whoever the oldest kid is, the man, the boy, girl, whatever. She'll be doing this. And she'll be like, Jacob, I know you only have your learner's permit, but you're going to have to drive me home. We're gonna sing pink! 
raise your class. Uh, and then like an hour later, she'll come up and be like, Jacob, you have to take Alyssa home. She's only a baby. I'm going to stay. Dennis said that he liked my sequin jacket. It's like the smell of a lady at a 
<laughs> and I was in the store, and this guy runs up. Actually, let me reverse this real quick and say that if somebody is wearing Candy Apple body wash, it's probably a lady, and you probably want to eat their vagina. Yeah. Not with me, though. <laughs> I can eat my pussy balls, I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> but I was there, and I was buying that, and I went outside, and I'd ridden my bike there. I was unlocking the, thing, the, the lock, and I put my bag down, and some guy runs past, grabs my bag, and just runs off, gets in the car, and speeds off. Why? I, I finally get my bike unlocked and I go after him. See this? What? It is a practical mode of transportation. Don't tell me. You gotta ride bikes and you have a car too. This isn't like I'm the mobile when I have a bike. I'm not like a turtle on its back. So anyway, I ride out there where he went. And he is throwing the bag out of his car, it's on the ground, and then it's just oozing all over the place. So this asshole just stole my shit and just threw it out of the car window two minutes later. He should have used it. Someone would like to touch his pussy balls in his vagina. I'm shopping at Walmart, I don't have the fucking money for this! The other time, that was inadvertently called gay. Inadvertently, because of what happened, I sit down there and chuckle. Like, oh, you like it? Sure. <laughs> I was at the same Walmart. I rode my bike in again. Sorry for having a bike. I'm being practical and trying to save the earth. Well, you're just destroying it. I was kidding. I rode my bike in. This guy pulled in, and I saw him looking at me from his car. I didn't know what his deal was. And I was wearing a, a head-to-toe sweatsuit. <laughs> gray and black jacket, gray and black pants. Because I want to be comfortable on my bike ride. <laughs> so this guy comes up to me while I'm waiting there, because I was waiting to return my Redbox rental. Yeah, I go and buy the DVDs. I return them to the Redbox to save the planet yet again. <laughs> so this guy comes up. He has like the, the Tony Stark goatee. Cut forward and everything. And he goes, I appreciate your dedication to your body. <laughs> and I was like, did you look at me when you were walking out here? I understand you were very busy buying pomegranate juice and winter fresh gum. That's the only thing he had in his cart. And I don't know if he bothers to be able without the front door. But he said he appreciated my dedication to my body. I'm like, I know, it's a like front Mayan temple. It's sort of like Buddha. Like, they made a temple that looks like Buddha. Eating grilled cheese. And I was like, that's cool. Like, yeah, great. And he's like, I assume you already have a job. And I was like, yeah. He goes, he goes, but I'd like to offer you an employment opportunity. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? And he's like, it's in the entertainment industry. <laughs> I was like, okay. He goes, I have a, I have a warehouse in Westchester where we make videos. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm not really interested. And he's like, well, just let me. <laughs> my arm, fair enough, you copied my body. <laughs> Give me some gum at least, Jesus. So he says, we make videos for uh, young men who aren't ready to come out of the closet yet, but want to indulge their fantasies. So it would be guys like you having sex with other men who have never had gay experience before. That's fucking weird, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's really strange to ask me. But no problem with that. But strange thing to walk up to somebody you just saw on a Walmart riding a bike. So I was like, that's not for me, but you know, appreciate the consideration. 
then I started thinking about it. <laughs> I may have called once or twice. I started thinking about it and I was like, I was like oh, that's kind of, you know, interesting. Because it's like people who can't, don't feel comfortable being themselves. can't have an outlet to do things they want to do. So it's kind of like when I'm sitting in my house eating a cheeseburger, staring at the Food Network, going like, oh, this cheeseburger is no good. I want the one on the television. I want to eat this cheeseburger. I want to eat that one. It's like that same gay guy sitting at home. Just jacking off, looking at that, going, I don't want to jack this. I want to eat that. I don't want to get too heavy on you at the end of the night. Or at the end of my set, anyway. It's not the end of the night. There's plenty more coming. But I will say this to you. Since I have you as a captive audience and you laugh so far, just to bring out a little seriousness in the crowd, is that who gives a fuck with you are? It doesn't matter. It matters not the least to anyone what you do or who you do it with. The people you're voting for, they don't give a shit about you. If they thought that it was popular to shove a hot dog up their dick, <laughs> you would see a bunch of people on television with ballpark franks hanging out their zipper and then a bunch of other people oh. going like, it's not right to shove hot dogs up your dick. <laughs> the same thing they've done to black people, to women, to everybody throughout history. And I don't care what your beliefs are, in the least. You can believe anything you want to, and I invite you to, because that's what makes everything great. But you have to understand that all we have is each other. And you have to treat your neighbor and the people that are around you with respect. Because if you don't, then everything falls apart. Because those people are bought and sold that represent us. And that's it. But if you do believe in Christianity, which I love, as long as you believe in the Christianity that I like, which is the young earth Christianity, where the earth is 6,000 years old, and people hung out with dinosaurs, and Noah was too big for a dick to bring dinosaurs on the ark. <laughs> and the reason I like that so much is because there is a good possibility at some point in the fossil record, you're going to find a guy who died trying to fuck a dinosaur. <laughs> so let me come out as the first candidate I'm not actually up for Congress or anything. The first person who is all about man on dinosaur marriage. <laughs> it's Adam and Steve Source. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it.